Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Last week, Pastor Humby kicked off our year calling us to be sturdy. Say sturdy. When we build our lives on Jesus, we build on a sturdy foundation. We can rely on it. Jesus is never going to let you down. You can trust him. So maybe that's why he invited me, a sturdy man, to preach this week. Humby also kicked off 21 days of prayer. If you weren't here last week, don't worry. You can still join us. But for some of y'all that might be watching, you're still a little skeptical of this prayer stuff. Maybe you got burned by a church and walked away from God for a while. Maybe you believed when you were younger, but now you're questioning the whole idea of Jesus because of your challenging experiences. Maybe you've never believed at all and a friend or family member shared this to your timeline, so you're watching. Here's what I want you to know. No matter who you are, where you've been or what you believe, you're welcome here and we're glad you're here. Now for all my prayer skeptics, I get it. I was you. I didn't grow up in the church and I didn't have faith in Jesus until high school. Even when I did believe, I wasn't sold on this prayer thing. You're telling me I can talk to God and he's listening and he may talk back to me? <laughs> okay. Even when I grew in faith, I still wasn't really a person that prayed. I thought prayer was reserved for really spiritual people like the spiritual Jedis or priests. But I remember the first time I really tried to pray. It was for a very mature, spiritual, and noble reason. I was trying to impress some girls. A few years after I became a follower of Christ, I went on a mission trip while I was in college. The church we went to while we were there was constructing a new building. They asked people to pray in the actual building during construction 24 hours a day. You could sign up for a one-hour slot. And I remember thinking to myself, how the heck can anyone pray for an hour? And we're just praying for a building. That's like two minutes of prayer tops. It's like, God, please let this building get finished and not fall down, bada bing, bada boom, you're in and you're out. But some of the young women I was interested in thought this was a great idea and they signed up to pray. So when I heard that, I quickly became a very serious and mature praying person. Okay, so the time comes for us to pray and we head over to the church. I want them to see me praying so I can show off my prayer skills, I guess. I didn't really have a good plan. Uh, but I'm also not exactly sure how I'm going to pray for an hour. So as I sit thinking, waiting for my turn, the next thing I know, one of these girls is waking me up and telling me it's time to go home. I fell asleep and slept through my hour of prayer. Can you believe that? My plan to impress them and woo them through my fake spiritual maturity had backfired. <sighs> that was one of my first experiences learning about prayer. But most of you aren't like me, and I'm going to assume you're praying for the right reasons. As a pastor, I see a lot of patterns in what people seek prayer for. I've prayed for many people over the years, and our prayer requests fit into some general categories. For relationships, our relationship with a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend is in trouble, and we don't know how to fix it. We pray for our family. Our lives are the life of a child or brother, sister, mom, dad has gone off the rails, and they're in a really dangerous spot. We pray for our finances. We're in a really bad financial situation and the debt we're carrying is overwhelming. Mental health. We're struggling with depression, anxiety, PTSD, and other mental health issues and we're losing hope. 
We also pray for physical health, and this is especially true now. We desperately want to see a loved one healed from a life-altering illness. Even in the midst of COVID, these categories of prayer have generally remained the same. But I want to know, what are you praying for? What are you asking God about? Where are you seeking God's help in your life? Some of us are like me and might not even pray at all, really. You might be weirded out or intimidated or not feel like you have the time or just straight up not know how to pray. Well, today, we're going to learn how to pray, but not from me, from Jesus. No matter where you are with prayer, this will be helpful because, duh, it's Jesus. We're going to learn to pray like Jesus, and when we learn to pray like him, we will start to pray more often, more effectively, and maybe even learn to like praying. When we pray like Jesus... We have a sturdy foundation. Jesus' disciples wanted to know how to pray too. So one day they came to him and they said, Lord, teach us to pray. At this point, the disciples had been with Jesus for about three years. They had seen all the miracles Jesus had done. Walk on water, calm a raging storm, feed more than 5,000 people with two fish and five loaves of bread. They'd also seen Jesus heal sick people, give blind men sight, cause deaf people to hear, help crippled people walk. They had seen the full power of Jesus on display, God on earth. And get this, prayer was the only thing they asked Jesus to show them how to do. They didn't even ask about turning water into wine. Come on. No, the only thing we know Jesus' disciples asked to be taught was how to pray. But the disciples aren't asking to learn how to pray because they didn't know how or never had before. They're asking Jesus to teach them to pray because they want to pray like him. The disciples saw Jesus bring God's power from heaven to earth through his prayers. Prayer is how Jesus did many of his miracles. They wanted to do the greater things Jesus promised. They wanted to pray the kind of prayers that move mountains. And Jesus wants that for us too. So Jesus explains prayer to his disciples with a prayer pattern. Now this prayer pattern might be familiar to you. Many of us know it and grew up saying the Lord's Prayer. Often we pray the exact words of Jesus, but he was actually giving us a template for powerful prayer. It's like a recipe to pray like Jesus. And I want to break it down for you phrase by phrase. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Okay, this is a big deal. Okay, before this, it was always Lord or Yahweh or a name that focused on God's all-powerful nature. We were never invited to call him a personal name But when Jesus came, he gave us an opportunity to connect to God, to have a relationship. This is the first time we've been given permission to call God Father. Father's a reminder that God loves us. God loves you more than you could ever know. When you believe, you become a child of God who calls God Father. You are a child of God. Say it with me. I am a child of God. Okay, if you have kids, you know it feels good when your kids are happy to see you. When my kids say, Daddy, and come to me with open arms, it's such a warm feeling. It fills my heart right up, and that is how God feels when we greet him in prayer. Prayer starts with a love relationship, then shifts to recognizing God for who he is. His authority, his power, his character, his holiness. He is our Father but he is still the all-powerful creator of the universe. If I were gonna pray this part in my own words, I'd say, Dad, you are amazing. 
Here's the next part of the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is giving, God con this is giving control over to God. Not what I want, but what you want. It's inviting God to intervene, to bring a little slice of heaven to our chaotic and difficult lives. And when we pray, God is going to use us to bring his will to earth. We're his hands and feet, so we need to align with his plans and purposes. We have the relationship. Now we acknowledge the authority. Now we're asking God to take control of the situation and show us the way. It would sound something like, Dad, you are amazing, and I trust your way over mine. The next part says, give us this day our daily bread. This is asking God to take care of our basic needs, food, clothing, shelter, water. These are the things we need to survive, and God wants to help you. Now, some of us, we can't even think about thriving because we're so focused on merely surviving. If this is you, ask God to meet your needs. If your basic needs are met, this is an opportunity for you to be thankful for what you have. Because what is given for many of us is a struggle for others. This is what it would sound like in my words. Dad, you are amazing, and I trust your way over mine. You give me all I need. And Jesus' prayer goes on. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We need to ask forgiveness daily because we're going to mess up daily. That's what scripture calls sin. And that sin disconnects us from God our Father. To reconnect, we need to ask for forgiveness, and he will forgive you. That's grace. And he has more grace than we can imagine. Because we've been forgiven and will continue to be forgiven by God, God wants us to forgive others. If we don't forgive, we become bitter about our wounds. We hold on to the pain to hurt them, but it only hurts us. There's a great Anne Lamott quote. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Don't get bitter get better. Forgive. Nothing holds people back from seeing mountains move in their life, from seeing their prayers answered more than unforgiveness. Think about that. The thing holding you back from seeing the prayers you pray being answered might be forgiving someone. All right, in my words, Dad, you are amazing, and I trust your way over mine. You give me all I need. Forgive me when I mess up, and help me forgive others. And Jesus goes on and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Asking God to help us to triumph against the thing, against the things that get us off his track. What tempts you? Jesus wants you to pray about your temptation. Fill it in. What will get you off God's path? Lead us not into drugs, alcohol, porn, binge eating, doom scrolling, an affair, self-harm, whatever it might be for you. It's going to take more than physical willpower to win our daily battle with these temptations. It requires spiritual power, too. If you could have beaten this on your own, you would have done it already. Ask God for help. In my words, Dad, you're amazing, and I trust your way over mine. You give me all I need. Forgive me when I mess up and help me forgive others, too. God, help me overcome the things that tempt me. I don't want to give in to evil. Notice something really important here. Every line of this prayer is about God, not about us. We can't pray like Jesus if our prayers aren't humble. Being humble is to acknowledge that God is all-powerful and we are not. All right, I'm going to date myself here, but remember the movie Wayne's World? We're not worthy. We're not worthy. To pray like Jesus, we have to humble ourselves like that before God, which means admitting you need God's help. 
And it means we're willing to submit our desires and our plans to God's desires and God's plan. So often we think of prayer as changing our situation, but we rarely think about prayer as changing us. Ooh, come on! That'll preach right there. Prayer doesn't just change your situation. Prayer changes you. And if you want to pray like Jesus, your prayers need to change you. We do that by humbling ourselves before God. Jesus gives us a prayer pattern, but he also gives us a prayer promise. This is what he says. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Jesus starts by saying we will do greater things, which is amazing. Greater things than Jesus. That's amazing. But here's what Jesus says. He says we can ask for anything in his name and he'll do it. Okay. Don't get too carried away. Jesus isn't a genie that grants unlimited wishes. Think of this like a parent. I'll do anything for my kids. But anything does not mean I give them everything they ask for when they ask for it. They want Cheetos and Skittles for breakfast. Of course I want them to be happy. But getting them everything they want is not what really makes them happy. My job as a father is to give them what is best for them, what is good. And God loves us that way. Getting everything you want when you want it isn't what's best for you. That's why God may not give you what you want, but God will give you what is good. I'm going to say it again. That's why God may not give you what you want, but God will give you what is good. That's Jesus' promise to us when we pray humbly like him. Here's what I want you to do today. I want you to join Akuo in 21 days of prayer. Pastor Humby talked about establishing a quiet time. And the first thing he said was pick a time and find a time that actually works for you. Don't pretend you're gonna wake up early if you're not a morning person. Come on, find a time that works and it doesn't have to be an hour and a half of sitting there meditating in prayer. If it's 15 minutes, it's great. If it's 10 minutes, it's great. Find a time. The second thing Pastor Humby asked you to do is pick a book. He suggested the book of John, and I suggest the book of John, not just because it's my name, because it's a really good book. The, last, uh, the third thing, excuse me, he said, pick some topics. Here's my advice. Pick a big thing to pray about, something so big it scares you, and do it every day until you see God answer it. The last thing Pastor Humby said was write it down. Write down what you're reading and what you're hearing from God. All right, here's the deal. I can't promise that God will give you what you want, but he will give you what is good. And that's Jesus' promise. When we do this, our lives will be sturdy, built upon his foundation. We will be sturdy. And this isn't just about this series. We have to continue praying after the 21 days of prayer because when people pray, I have seen God do amazing things. I've seen him heal illnesses in ways that doctors cannot understand. I've seen him restore relationships way past over. I've seen him free people from crippling and anxiety and depression. I've seen him get people out of debt. Heck, prayer is how this church started. God, our Father, moves mountains, and he wants to move yours too. Okay, we're going to end this time by praying the prayer Jesus taught us together. I want us to get it. Now, please use the template and put it in your own words this week. Maybe that's how you can write this week but it can be powerful when we pray Jesus' words together. Pray with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Won't you please join me in thanking Pastor John for bringing us such an amazing message today. Let's show him our appreciation by dropping something down in the chat. Maybe some fire emojis or some prayer hands or even a simple thank you. You know, anything like that does. Now, one of the things that I would like to thank you all for is for joining us online. I know things have been a little bit crazy with the holidays in our community. Our city is currently experiencing a spike in COVID numbers right now, but that's exactly what our online experiences is for. If you're feeling ill or have allergies <laughs> or are just uncomfortable meeting in person right now, please make use of this virtual medium where we can meet. Or if you just happen to miss a Sunday message, especially during our 21 days of prayer series, you can always go back and keep up with us no matter when you jump in. We wanna make sure you don't miss a single thing here at Akuo. And we wanna take care of one another here at Akuo. So I just wanna remind all of us that our God will meet us anywhere we are. In a church building, online, in our living rooms, heck, even on a road trip. Just please be listening to our podcast and not watching our YouTube as you do that. Again, this is gonna fall under our take care of one another category. Now, speaking of one another's, half of our mission statement is being in community with Jesus and the other half is being in community with one another. That's why we like to meet in smaller groups outside of Sunday church times in what we call community groups. Now, let me tell you guys, last semester was an absolute blast. We had community groups ranging from breakfast groups where we ate tacos and just chatted about our weeks to book groups where you go through a book, worship groups, running groups, prayer groups, and more. And we wanna to continue to offer all of these wonderful avenues for all of us to meet up and grow in community with Jesus and one another. We're currently still on a little break as we recover from the holiday hustle and get back to the groove of things as both school and work are kicking back up. The next semester won't be starting until the week of January 23rd, so in about two weeks from now or so. And we wanna activate and encourage anyone who would like to start a small group for this next semester. If that's something that God's been placing on your heart for this year, please follow the link that we will post up all over our social media and website to sign up for further information on how to do it and for us to help you do that. It's not as hard as you think, and it's gonna be one of the greatest decisions you ever make. Now, one of the biggest reasons we are able to even meet online and be in community with one another is because of your generosity. Here at Akuo, one of the ways you can express that is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. And here at Akuo, we know that whenever you trust God with anything in your life, there's a great spiritual blessing attached to it. Now, that may not be a possibility for you right now. Maybe things are really tough for you and your family, and if things are really hard for you, please, please, please allow us to help you out right now. This is why we exist, to be in community with you. We wanna be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us, or if you know someone that needs some help, let us know too. 
All you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at abel.ortega at akuo.church. And you can also call or text the church directly at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to tithe here at Akuo, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. When you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text AKUO, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. That's personally the way I like to do it, and I tell you it's the easiest. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you would like to send your tithe through a check. For, all, all, for that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to AKUO at PO Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. So I just want to let you know that we love you so much. We've been praying for you all week long for the whole year, really. So please allow me to pray for you one last time before we go our separate ways for this week. So Jesus, as everyone is listening to the sound of my voice and they're, they're preparing to start their weeks, they're turning off their browsers, turning off their TVs, please just speak to us. Speak your heart into our hearts Allow our thoughts to be your thoughts, our words to be your words, and our hearts to be your hearts. Lord, we are listening to you as your servants right now, and I just ask that you guide us in the remainder of this year. We give you this time, we give you our lives, and we worship and love you so, so much, Jesus. And it's in your mighty name that we pray. Everyone said, amen. All right, guys, that's it. You guys have a great week, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O.church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.